Welcome to another episode of Best Health, presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags. We're glad you joined us. In this episode, we're speaking with the medical experts at the Bermuda Pain Relief Center. Hello, Bermuda. I am Dr. Annie Pinto, an aesthetist and pain medicine specialist. I am the leading physician at the Bermuda Pain Relief Center. My name is Shara Crandon, and I'm the physiotherapist working with Dr. Pinto and Jennifer. And I'm Jennifer O'Connor. I'm a clinical mental health counselor at the Bermuda Pain Relief Center and work specifically with patients with chronic pain. Today, we will discuss our work at the Bermuda Pain Relief Center and how we manage the pain of our suffering patients. First, let's define chronic pain. Chronic pain is defined as the pain that persists past the normal healing time. This is different from acute pain, uh, which could sometimes be a good pain. And I'm gonna say good pain, is, is there such a pain? And yes, think about it. Pain is supposed to warn us about danger or harm. For example, retrieving your hand from a painful hot or sharp surface uh, is an evolutionary way to keep us safe. That could be considered a good pain pain that occurred without any injury, and it actually warned us against an injury. Uh, acute pain is that pain that is usually due to a structural injury. It tends to be short-lived and resolves with normal healing time. Uh, in the other hand, chronic pain is the pain that remains regardless of extra structural injury or healing. And not only that, but uh, pain in general is, is interpreted differently from person to person. Even the same person with the same injury can have pain that changes from day to day. You always hear patients have good days and they have bad days. This is a projection of how pain is a very complex phenomenon. In most cases, pain starts from a structural or a chemical injury to the body. This disruption is sensed by tiny structures called receptors that send messages to the spinal cord where it's regulated and the brain. This is a very complicated chemical and electrical process. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point, Shara, that patients have good days and bad days and um, the brain and the interpretation of pain is also modified by a lot of other factors that include memories, emotions and the environment. And this is what makes treating pain so complex and, and often quite challenging. Yeah. Challenging, challenging is the right word, uh, Geneva. Chronic pain is usually defined as a pain that lasts uh, at least three to six consecutive months. And regardless of the cause, long-lasting pain, we see it every day in our practices, it really affects the lives of the victims. Patients in pain move with fear, become overvigilant, and worry about the cause or perpetuation of pain. Patients with pain will think and move differently, which could cause other medical problems. The fear of pain often results in depression and anxiety. Patients feel lonely, frustrated, and helpless. Long-standing pain is often complicated and with many branches. It becomes a vicious cycle that requires a multidisciplinary approach in order to successfully treat it. Uh, and this is what we do at Bermuda Pain Relief Center. And 
First is the job of the physician to identify the source of the pain and treat it. For all of my patients, I perform an extensive initial evaluation that includes investigation and interventions that diagnose what we call the pain generator. Most of our interventions are simple, but very, very specific. Uh, we use X-ray or ultrasound guidance to numb the source of the pain and assess the effect of, of that intervention on the pain. The, these interventions require may progress as needed. And I like to start with less invasive and safer procedures to more invasive interventions as needed. Um, it is also the job of the physician to educate patients about their condition and prognosis. This is an essential and very empowering process. I am always amazed by the number of patients whose pain improves just by understanding the nature of the pain, which is frequently a benign condition. Once we are able to interrupt the transmission of pain, we, can, we, we start treating what we call the consequences of pain. And that's when my friend Shara and Geneva play the role. We add physiotherapy, acupuncture to recover mo movement function and to correct acquired pain postures. Uh, that is Shara's magic touch. Uh, she's, fan she's a fantastic physiotherapist. Thank you. And when needed, <laughs> we also have Geneva, who provides a very, uh, who, who's our mental health counselor uh, to treat mental consequences of pain. And Geneva will show you a very caring and compassionate treatment uh, if you are one of our patients. She offers psychological treatment like emotional awareness therapy. Thank you, Dr. Pinto. And I, I really enjoy working with our clients. I think it's a fascinating field, the world of chronic pain. And it's also important to note that, uh, to, to reiterate to clients that their pain is real, regardless of where yeah. it comes from or why it's there, that it's not something they're imagining, it's real for the person experiencing it. And it changes people's lives and relationships, which can sometimes result in difficult emotions and unhelpful thinking patterns and conflict in relationships. Oh my gosh, that's so true. And like we said, no two people are the same. So it can be somewhat of a journey that we take with our clients. Another factor to consider is that preventing chronic pain from happening is complicated and not always predictable. Pain is a very primitive response to keep us alive. This creates a natural fear of pain. Fear being an emotion is just the start of how the complexity of acute and chronic pain can develop and persist. It is well documented on how fear is just one of the many emotions exacerbated by pain. A good first start is to be mindful of your body and aware of your feelings. Being observant without being overvigilant sounds easier than said, listen to your body and care for your body. It sounds obvious, but we often don't do that. Pay attention to what is causing pain, what posture, what activity, what position, what emotion. If you spend 12 hours a day sitting in front of your computer and your neck hurts, it sounds pretty obvious, but you shouldn't ignore it. Your body, your mind is talking to you. Review your posture, take frequent breaks, stretch. Your body is telling you to move around. My role is to restore function. 
In order to do that, we need to restore movement, not always or necessarily without the pain, but without fear. Strong, confident movements. Sometimes when we want to break a habit, we need to address the cognitive aspect to adjust the strong neurological pathways that are embedded in the brain due to the pain. We need to harness the power that our mind has to adjust these pathways. This is why we're so excited to have Jennifer on board, who works specifically with changing those patterns on a very cognitive level with great results. We all talk about exercise and rest recovery for the body, but we speak so little about the mind and the power it has to change our well-being. That's so true, Shara. Um, a lot of people don't really grasp the concept that the mind is really powerful, a really powerful tool with chronic pain. And I, I'm just really glad to be part of this team and work with all of you who have such unique talents. Um, in our modern environment, we tend to be numbed and distracted by so many things, by fast paced society, by our jobs, by family, uh, Netflix, binge watching, news, fear, you name it. <laughs> and we, we forget to feel what's happening in our body. And so feeling means being truly mindful and, and practicing mindfulness in order to avoid discomfort. Obviously having a, a healthy diet and a healthy weight and keeping active and emotionally well-balanced are all important in order to avoid illnesses such as chronic pain. Thank you for listening. This episode of Best Health has been sponsored by Caesars Pharmacy, where commitment to patient care and health is priority one. We believe in the value of providing personalized service and quality products. Welcome back to this episode of Best Health, where we are discussing pain and treatment options with the medical professionals at Bermuda Pain Relief Center. Ladies, I'm so proud of the work that we do at Bermuda Pain Relief Center. I think we should talk about a success story. Um, yeah. We're just gonna call her Sally. Um, she presented with pain in the lower back, radi radiating down the leg. This pain started when she um, was lifting heavy boxes. This is a common sciatica pain. It's a very common condition. Over 90% of the population will experience an episode of sciatica in their lifetime. The first line of treatment is time, rest, physiotherapy, and maybe over-the-counter anti-inflammatories or pain medication. But occasionally the pain is too severe to start off with and we can't wait weeks of natural healing time. All this initial conservative treatment doesn't work. And in that case, that's where Annie comes in. Yes, Shara. And in some cases we need to start uh, medical treatment. We do have a number of options. Uh, in, in Sally's case, we started with anti-inflammatories, uh, usually oral tablets. And if they don't work, we will we progress to an epidural steroid injection, which is basically also using medications, but in a very efficient way, as we start we place it in the very precise problematic area, and uh, this works really well to treat severe pain, as it speeds the healing process. Uh, it was really satisfactory, and it usually is, to see Sally leave the room pain free soon after this injection. Uh, after the injection was done, the work is not completed. We need to reinforce the physical therapy and promote strengthening of the lumbar spine in order to avoid the pain from returning. Sally spent uh, some more weeks with Shara, 
who did a great job with her. And, uh, and, and, and that was great. In some cases, we do have other options. In some cases, these basic interventions do not provide the results that we need. And then we have other options like uh, nerve stimulators, radio frequency therapy, orthobiologics, or even surgery. Oh, Annie, speaking of orthobiologics, um, it's also known as regenerative medicine, right? Yeah. I love the results that you get from injecting PRP into knees and the shoulder. Uh, that's great. Yeah, I love it too. We use he the healing powers of your own blood components and we inject it in the trouble areas. For knees, for example, there is very good uh, scientific evidence that shows that platelet-rich plasma improves knee pain during early osteoarthritis. Uh, we have a range of non-surgical treatment that help in certain circumstances when surgery fails or when surgery is not indicated or is not the preferred option. That's a whole nother topic. So let's get back to Sally. Um, we treated her sciatica successfully, but then she came back to see you. Yes, typical, right? <laughs> you treat her back pain and then she came back and said, I'm still in pain. You did, you, I mean, what about my migraines? <laughs> Man, this is such a common scenario. This is why we need to treat everyone in a holistic way. For Sally, we needed to provide an integrative pain relief treatment. I think you gave her Botox for migraines and some medication, which helped a lot. Right. But it, it turned out her pain was very much a stress-triggered response. I fortunately was able to calm her autonomic nervous system down by doing um, some work on the physical body with acupuncture and some manual therapy. But she needed a little bit more. Yeah, she did. And yeah, the, the, the whole integrative pain relief is, is really important. And I'm glad that we kind of can work as a team on that. So she, Sally wasn't really able to do anything about the stresses and about all the stresses in her life, but at least Shara was able to give her acupuncture and the manual therapy so that she could calm her nervous system. And, but then on, the, on another level, it was important to reduce her fear of the pain, which basically added to her stress. So that's why she was referred to me so that I could work with her on some stress management skills. This combination is so successful. And I honestly believe that the treatments in isolation would not have such long lasting results like we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, for Sally, all of her pains now are under control. Her sciatica has resolved. She has strengthened her core and improved her ergonomics and her activity tolerance and function has improved as well. She has recognized that her emotions triggered her migraines and she was able to modulate them. And she rarely gets a headache and therefore she rarely needs to take rescue medications for any of these pains. Yay. Unfortunately, not all the stories are as simple as this one. Um, but we certainly find that the integrative approach to pain has much more positive results. Yeah, I agree. And it's also very empowering to clients, right, Dr. Pinto? Yeah, and regardless of the cause of the pain, there are occasions when pain remains in our bodies and brains as a memory, right, Geneva? Yes. Uh, yeah. even, even after the structural injury has resolved, Mm -hmm. uh, and in these cases, you see 
pain triggered by emotions. For example, the headache can return after a fight with a patient or a stressful day at, at their jobs. And this type of pain is frequently seen on patients with chronic pain conditions like fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, interstitial cystitis. Uh, and this is what we now call neural circuit pain. Yeah, neural circuit pain is, is definitely um, something that I'm learning more about as I, as I venture through this journey with clients. So I use mind-body techniques such as breathing exercises, a little bit of yoga stretching sometimes, and some visual imagery. Um, and I try to get individuals to retrain their brain to interpret pain memories and pain stories differently. But the other important piece to this retraining is, is to have clients identify the distorted thoughts that they attach to their physical pain, which almost always happens, right? So this ultimately leads to more discomfort. When you, when you have stressful thoughts or angry thoughts about your pain, you feel more pain. So for example, I'll have a client change his or her language from, for example, my chronic pain will ruin my life to I'm having the thought that my chronic pain will ruin my life. And this change in the language kind of puts some distance between the person and their thoughts. And it's part of a therapeutic approach I use called ACT, which stands for Acceptance and Commitment Therapy. And ACT sort of helps clients to be more present in their daily lives through mindfulness. So we, I teach them mindfulness exercises. We practice them in session and at home. Uh, it teaches them to accept living with a little bit of pain, not necessarily eliminating it completely, and also picking up those activities that they've been avoiding because of the pain. And then finally, it helps them to unhook and separate from these unhelpful thoughts about pain um, and instead observe it with more curiosity rather than with anger, with resentment. And I find that, that it just gives them a different perspective. That's such an important part of the job uh, and it's beautiful. Uh, and it's true that structural or non-structural, uh, creating that mind and body connection will help not only these neural circuit pain, but also any chronic pain condition. And it will help patients to cope better with uncomfortable experiences. And that's what we are noticing more and more by applying this treatment. Oh, I'm getting so excited just talking about all this. The most important thing that we do is that we empower the client to take control. It's imperative to know that even though we may not be able to control what happens to us, but we are able to control how we respond to it. And that includes pain. Mm, all in all, there are many options to help to treat pain. And together we make an excellent team, if I may so say so myself, I'm so proud of us, and anyone who sees themselves in the, any of the above scenarios, or even just want to start living a painless or more comfortable life, please pay us a visit. Um, Geneva, Shara, it's been a pleasure working with you, and I Likewise. look forward uh, yeah, continuing helping people live pain-free lives alongside the two of you. Thank you. Yay. Amen. <laughs> Same with you, Dr. Pinto. Always a pleasure. And Shara. <laughs>
You have been listening to Best Health, presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags, a new podcast series with the best health expertise in Bermuda. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in to our next episode.